Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Brian Pierce. Great to be joined by our Local News Live White House correspondent, John Decker. John, thanks for joining us tonight. A little bit of breaking news about um, uh, a Al-Qaeda leader that has been killed. It seems like we're just getting this news across. Is there anything you can share at this time? Well, absolutely. The president will make an announcement tonight. He will address the nation in a little over an hour's time. Uh, he will talk about a counterterrorism operation that was carried out by the U.S. This is what we know. We know that the leader of al-Qaeda, Ayman al-Zawari, has been taken off the battlefield through a drone strike. The 9-11 attack uh, carried out by two people in terms of its planning, Osama bin Laden, the leader of al-Qaeda at the time, and his number two, his deputy, Ayman al-Zawari. When bin Laden was killed, when he was taken out during that military operation from SEAL Team 6, the person who took over al-Qaeda, Ayman al-Zawari, he's been in charge of al-Qaeda for over two decades. And according to what we've learned so far, he has been taken off the battlefield. Has this been a priority, not just for, for President Biden, but the past couple administrations? Or um, to what extent is this something that is a bit of a surprise for people surrounding Washington, D.C.? Well, we don't think about Afghanistan all that much, sure. do we? We don't think about uh, that part of the world, whereas it, it occupied so much of our time uh, for almost a decade and a half, ultimately uh, led to the withdrawal of all U.S. forces from Afghanistan last summer. Uh, but we do know that uh, Zohari has always been uh, the public enemy number one, that the U.S. military, the U.S. defense intelligence agencies wanted to go after. There was a significant reward uh, leading to his arrest or capture or uh, ultimately what we see now killing. Uh, we don't know where this information came from in terms of how Zohari was identified and, and targeted. We'll learn more of that likely uh, in the days ahead, maybe even some more information from the president this evening. Sure. And we have that in about 45 minutes. Okay. The White House confirmed President Biden has a rebound case of COVID. What is his current condition? He is asymptomatic. No symptoms, unlike the COVID that he had in the last round, which was last week, where he had some mild symptoms. Uh, we know that the president has been isolating. Uh, he has been isolating for the past two days. He will continue to isolate, likely through Thursday of this week. In fact, the speech that he'll give tonight won't be given from the East Room, where, for instance, Barack Obama, President Obama, gave that speech announcing the killing of Osama bin Laden. Instead, it will be given from the Blue Room balcony, so an unusual uh, situation in terms of where the president will deliver his remarks. Uh, but uh, the good news for the president uh, is that uh, he is asymptomatic. The bad news, it has changed his schedule a little bit. He was planning to travel to Michigan tomorrow. That trip has been postponed likely until the next few weeks. Is there any connection between the antiviral Paxlovid and Biden's rebound case of COVID? Likely. Uh, the answer is likely because uh, Paxlovid, uh, for some who take it, does lead to a rebound case of COVID. It happened back in June to uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and now it's happened to the president as well. About 8 to 10 percent of individuals who take Paxlovid uh, often get these rebound cases, and clearly that's what's happened with President Biden. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is leading a congressional delegation trip over to Asia, taking a tour there. Is there any word on whether or not she will travel to Taiwan? 
that is the likely uh, destination for her. What we know is that she traveled this morning. She and her delegation were in Singapore. They will also travel to Japan and South Korea, but it's after their visit uh, to Malaysia that the House Speaker and her delegation will travel to Taipei, Taiwan. Mm. That has angered, that has upset the Chinese government. They view this as lending legitimacy to Taiwan. Uh, they have said that there will be consequences associated with this without going any further. Uh, that being said, I think that this trip will indeed happen, uh, and uh, the House Speaker is just following precedent, so to speak. 25 years ago, 1997, another House Speaker, Republican House Speaker Newt Gingrich, also mm -hmm. took a similar trip to Taiwan. Despite his somewhat surprising support of a pretty hefty piece of legislation, Senator Joe Manchin isn't saying whether or not he'll support President Joe Biden if he makes a 2024 run at his, his current position. Um, is he given a reason why he is not giving his support yet? He wants to focus, he says, on legislation, legislation that can get bipartisan support. Uh, that's the best case scenario. Uh, but clearly, the, this legislation that you're referring to, uh, this uh, Inflation Reduction Act is what uh, they are calling it, uh, would likely not have any Republican support. But he wants to focus on legislation and policy. Uh, but he also says it's too soon to focus on 2024. Uh, and I also think you have to take in consideration where Joe Manchin is from. He's from West Virginia. It's yeah. the most pro-Trump state in the, higher, in the entire country. Uh, in 2016, Donald Trump won West Virginia by 42 points. He won West Virginia in 2020 by 39 points. And I think the reason why he answered that question so politically is given his constituency uh, and the people that he represents. And my last question for you, John, is Senator Manchin alone, or are there other high-profile Democrats who aren't quite ready to stand behind Joe Biden for a 2024 run? Well, this is unusual. That's the reason why it's making news. Uh, if you look at the entire leadership uh, for Democrats in the House and the Senate, they all support Joe Biden. And uh, we don't know whether he's actually going to announce a run for re-election in 2024. But if he does, uh, you can assure yourself and, and others that uh, he will get a significant percentage, 99.9% support coming from the Democratic Party in terms of his re-election run. Local News Live White House correspondent John Decker. John, you've been reporting for a number of great TV stations throughout this evening and over the morning hours, too. So we appreciate all your hard work. Thanks for joining us tonight on Local News Live.